It's Tuesday, May 18th. I'm Rudy. The Friends reunion is happening on HBO Max. Is it just me or all these reunion shows starting to feel like beating a dead smelly cat? Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Everybody, what's happening, y'all? This is a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, my favorite platform. And every single day around 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Actually, it's not even rock and roll anymore. But first, I want to say what up to everybody. How are you guys? I feel like it's been so long since we've had a moment to talk. What's up, John? John, I actually have intentions on calling you today, so be by your phone at some point. What's up, Amanda? Brian Cern, how are you, good sir? Brian Cern, probably one of the uh, most talented playwrights I've ever had the pleasure of standing next to in line waiting for some watermelon. That's not an inside joke. That literally happened. What's up, Steve? How's fishing, bud? Alina, good morning. Jules, Danielle, how is everybody? Nice to see you. What's up, Nicole? Everybody gonna get a wave on Instagram. Yay, yay. All right, so over the weekend, obviously it is Tuesday. I took yesterday off because I was in no condition after a weekend of drinking and trying to um, blow out the backside of my pants as fast as I could because you eat so well during the week. And then, for whatever reason, you just go, bam, bucket. <laughs> Let's see how fast we can blow out these jeans that uh, fit last year. Not so much this year. Alina, good morning. We all missed you. That's really nice of you to say. I missed you guys, too. Uh, what's up, Lindsay? Good morning, Scooter. Hello, Ashley. So, yeah, so I uh, was gone yesterday and felt great to just kind of take an extra day off. You don't really realize it. Like, I was thinking about it. Uh, on Friday night, my buddy Steve was camping next to where we were at up by, uh, by my cabin. I stopped by and saw him. And then fast forward to yesterday afternoon, I'm like, was that a month ago? Like, you don't realize how much you just need that extra day, you know? Because Friday to Sunday, not long enough. Although one extra day in Las Vegas is like, man, this is way too much time. You ever do that? You're like, I need it one more extra day, you know? Three days is is like that perfect amount of time. You know, two days, not enough. Three days is nice, but sometimes, like, depending on where you're at, especially like Las Vegas, you go, I just want one more day. I spent five days in Vegas once. Five. Way too long. Way too... Didn't realize that vacations could actually have a time limit on it, but that one did, for sure. Glad we kind of went the other way. Uh, my daughter called me the uh, this weekend. What's up, Mel? What's going on? Saying hello to everybody. Um, my daughter called me this weekend on, I believe it was Sunday afternoon, and she said, hey, you're never going to believe it, Dad. Guess what? Huh? I got a B- minus on my history report. I was like, hey, look at you, big shooter. Fantastic. That's great. But then I could hear some chuckling in the background. I was like, all right, there's a joke in here somewhere I'm missing. I said, all right, so what's the deal? You got a B minus, that's a good grade. She said, yeah, the problem is that about a month ago, I came to you and I had a B plus and I wanted to get it to an A and then I asked you for help and then you helped me and then I turned in the paper and then they handed it back to me with a B minus. I said, well, that is not on me. That is on you. First off, you were asking a guy who's been out of school for the last 20 some years 
uh, to help you with something. that, In fact, where it would have been, that's like 25 years ago for me. So there's not a chance in hell I would remember any of this stuff. So this is on you for, you know, asking for help. Would you ask somebody, would the NFL ever go to a guy who's 25 years out of the league and go, dude, you need to get out there and play cornerback for us? No, they wouldn't. So, so listen, daughter of mine. When you're coming to me and asking me for help on homework, just know I haven't done any of this work in 25 years. So this is on you to possibly double-check the work I gave you to do, which was essentially trying to help you to get an A. So I apologize that I took your paper from a B-plus to a B-minus. But don't forget, have a nice little Michael Jackson long look in the mirror. Just go, how can I change me? (laughs) How can I do better so I don't need to have my dad help me, who's obviously a big dumb-dumb? Kid, you came from a tire iron and an old stump. They got together and made you. You're doing pretty good. She is. Uh, she's crushing it in the uh, the grades department right now too. We're going on the end of the year, and like I've said before, her her mom and I, who Cammy, my daughter's mom, is great. They are uh, together. Those two work very well together when it comes to the schooling. Why? And there's always one parent who does better than the other. You can ask any. It doesn't matter any couple who has children. At some point, the daughter or the son will come and go, I need help from one of you, and then there's always going to be somebody who takes the lead. Steve says, all kids have the Google machine in their hands. No excuse for these kids. I agree. A whole year of cheating. Do you know how awesome that would have been? Like, God, I wouldn't have, I mean, I still would have been a flunky in life, but wouldn't have been a flunky in school had you just had this box in front of you all day with all of the answers. Everywhere you went, there's a, it's in your pockets. Everything you need, it's right there. Christ. We had to memorize things and learn them, and then, heaven forbid, if they handed you a piece of paper with questions on it, and then you had to regurgitate the things that you learned. That's how we did it in school. <laughs> it's very old manish to sit and complain about. So, yeah, so I said, uh, I said, well, here's my recollection of that, is that you got a terrible grade on that, that paper. Uh, I had to help you with it. Maybe it went from like a D to a B, B minus. But if that's the case, I still say you stick with the story that you got a B plus and then dad worked your, worked your way down to a B minus. Because that's a much better story. You know, it might not be truthful, but I'm trying to like instill it into these kids that there's an old Irish saying that is don't ever let the truth stand in the way of a good story. And I wholeheartedly agree. I'm not saying 1,000% lie to me, kid, but bend bend this, you know. You can have alternative facts, as the Trump administration would put it. These are alternative facts. But the alternative facts make a much better story. So I would say go with it. So, yeah, we're coming up on the end of the year, and not much is going to change, you know. There was always sort of like that cutoff of, all right, well, now that school's done, I guess you guys are just going to be home for the next three months. But they've just been home for the last, you know, 15 months. And not much is going to change, man. I'm kind of digging the uh, this whole new workflow. Not having to, like, get up and rush your kids' asses out the door. They should still get up and have, like, some sort of routine, you know, Putting on clothes that are actually an adult human being or just a human being in general would wear, you know, if you would wear it to Target, that's a good rule of thumb. If you would wear it to Target, 
You should wear that to like your morning ritual. Even if you're not going into the studio, if you're at the station or whatever work situation is, if you're not going to a school, at least put on something every day, you know, keeping that habit. Because Christ, if not, we're going to have a bunch of people walking around with juicy couture sweatpants on, you know, CEOs were just in lounge pants all day, which I know in, you know, everybody's utopia. That sounds amazing, but I don't know. For the most part, I'm kind of digging on uh, people getting back to work, you know? Putting on, as my niece Alice calls it, the hard pants. I don't want to wear hard pants. That's what she calls jeans. I'm kind of getting in the habit of calling them that, too. Uh, Jamie says, wearing a skin suit like Buffalo Bill. Hey, like I said, if you would wear it to Target, it's not for me to judge. It is for you to throw it to the world and also don't care what we have to say about it. But if that's what you would wear, then I would say yes. I would say go for it. All right, so over the weekend, uh, you might have seen that uh, there was a couple of pro ball players that made it in to the NBA Hall of Fame. But what's been going on with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I've been bitching about this for years, that we are getting further and further away. And I'm not just saying this because I am a rock and roll fan. I'm just saying this because I don't like that we're blurring the lines on everything nowadays. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame wants you to know that rock and roll is a very umbrella term. I think to get to the core of it, people like the stuff that's closest to them and i think they need to expand their thinking of rock and roll it's a big tent rock and roll was never just four skinny guys with long hair and guitars it's always been diverse it's a big tent and everybody fits under it it's an attitude it's a spirit and that's rock and roll okay i 1000 percent disagree with the people that are running the rock and roll hall of fame we're blurring the lines man we're doing it with everything nowadays you know You hear a lot about, uh, it, it, I don't know, I don't want to make sure that I'm not like throwing this in people's faces and they're like, what do you mean by that? We're blurring the lines between like females and males, right? I mean, seriously, males are not what we remember them to be. We're all, I'm the toughest guy I know and I'm a huge pussy. So where we are at in society, we're blurring those lines. And I don't like the fact that we're doing it with our music either. You know, there's a couple of crossover bands that I'm like, okay, you could possibly get into both the hip hop and the rock hall of fame because you kind of did a little bit of both. Rage Against the Machine sort of had that vibe, right? I mean, they did basically one whole album of hip hop. There's bands out there that you could, you know, say, yeah, like this guy was country and he was a little bit of rock, you know. Garth Brooks sort of had that as well. But I don't like the fact that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is starting to induct a bunch of hip-hop because, or whatever genre, I guess it really doesn't matter. But they don't really like take in country, though. I mean, if they're talking about the inclusion of it, why wouldn't you bring in a bunch of country acts, which they're not. The Beastie Boys I get because they definitely went out and did, you know, rock-esque Albums and I don't know. I would much rather just go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and see people who were involved directly in the genre of rock and roll. Now, I will gladly go to the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. I'll gladly go to the Bluegrass Hall of Fame. And I will see those sort of genres segregated off. But I don't like the fact that they just like bring them all in. Plus, it takes up Snoop Dogg gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but fucking Pat Benatar is not. Regardless if you like Pat Benatar or not, 
I feel like, I don't know, move over, Snoop. This isn't your domain, dude. Now, when you get into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, I'm there, man. Snoop-a-loop, the guy in the green hat, you guys on stage, I'm in. I remember those days, gin and juice, 14 years old, trying to hide that CD from my mom and listen to it very quietly in my room alone. I remember those days, but don't go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. That's not your place. That's totally not, that's not the domain of other genres. Rock and Roll should be Rock and Roll. There's a lot of great artists that haven't even had the opportunity to get in yet, but yet we're making way for other genres all the time. That's garbage. You would never see Foreigner, you know, (laughs) kind of a bad example, but you would never see Foreigner get into the Country Hall of Fame, so why are we allowing other genres to get in? That's garbage. Knock it off. Plus, the Rock and Roll Hall of of Fame feels to me like, like classic rock radio. It's like the same shitty bands you've been listening to for the same amount of years. It's the same people having to listen to that goddamn Journey song, Don't Stop Believing. It's like it's the worst of the worst, right? The thing about the classic rock genre, though, is that that was the best of the best. The classic rock genre... When you had, because you had guys that could, really could play, and nowadays I feel like when we are watching, you know, the Grammys and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions, which is still kind of the classic rock guys, but as we're kind of just watching these award shows and we're seeing people that are, you know, uh, getting their names up on the marquees, it is the least talented of the bunch, is it not? You got guys that are selling out venues that, and no knock on any of the, the bands that have made it. Because I know there's a few out there, but there's a lot of them that don't have the musical abilities that the guys who came up behind them had. Let me rephrase that. Guys who came in front of them. Like, I had a conversation. I'm not telling tales here. I had a conversation with Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold one time. And we were just chatting about music, and he does not know a thing about it. He knows nothing about it. He knows that he can grab a guitar and he can go and play it, and then he gets on stage and he does his thing for the amount of chords and the songs that he knows but if somebody were to go hey dude uh we're gonna go ahead and change this key we're playing it right now in an f we need to change it to a uh, to an e he would have no idea how to do that and he's openly admitted it great band i mean those guys really can play they can shred like sons of bitches and they're super nice guys but <laughs> let's be real here you know Guys like Rush, who actually sat down and studied, Brian May from Queen. Dudes who like really had a lot, uh, a lot to to not only put into their music, but could also back it up, you know? You take like a 30-year studio musician who could play with anybody. Those guys thousand times more talented than the dudes that are selling out the armory in downtown Minneapolis right now. For sure. No knock on him, dude. You figured it out. You beat the system. You did the least amount of work and got the most in return. You win. The game is over. You win, my friend. So good good on you. It would just be nice every now and again to like, that's why I like guys who come out like the Jack Whites of the world. You see a guy like that and go, that guy really does deserve it. That guy 1,000% deserves it. Or guys who could have just floated. I look at a Mark Wahlberg and go, man... 
You came a long way from just dropping your drawers during an M- MTV Rock and Jock basketball game. To be nominated for an Academy Award, I mean, to reinvent yourself. And not only to reinvent yourself, but to put it out in front of people. It's one thing when you reinvent yourself and you're a nobody. I think Dimitri Martin, the comedian, had one time said he was very envious of people that were still on their way up. Because Dimitri Martin had kind of painted himself into a corner. If you know anything about Dimitri Martin, he's a very, um, very unique take on life. He's a very alternative comedian. His, his stuff might not be for everybody, but now it sort of is what it is. And he's built up a fan base because of it. But at some point, you know, you do want to pivot. You do want to make some changes. And that's, a, oof, that's scary to do, you know? Especially when, like, you have not only your income, but other people's incomes along with you, you know? If you take this thing that's been making money and just because you're not feeling creatively fulfilled and you decide to change it, now you got assistants, now you got record label people, now you got crew, you got venues. If all that goes away, these people are not making money. It's just, it's scary to do. I always think about um, what's his name from the Nerdist, Chris. Uh, I'll have to look him up for a second. But that guy had a uh, uh, Chris Hardwick. There we go, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick had a very good career. Not a great career, but a good career. He was on K Rock in Los Angeles. He was um, he was also on MTV's. Was it uh, Singled Out? Singled Out with Jenny McCarthy. He was a host on G Four for a long time, and then Chris drank himself out of the business. He made some huge mistakes. And let himself go and didn't didn't pivot the right way. And a lot of people lost money and he kind of got like tossed out. And next thing you know, man, like he's really trying to reinvent himself. And he gets sober and he gets back on the treadmill and people start like coming around again. And then Nerdist gets launched and now he's hosting stuff on NBC. But that doesn't happen all the time. You don't always get a second bite at the apple. Sometimes it's one, man. Ryan Reynolds, a lot of bites at the apple. Chris Hardwick, only two. Most people don't even get one. It's very hard. Uh, Crystal says, good morning, Rudy. Good morning, Crystal. How are you? Lindsay, have you ever felt that, the need to pivot? Yeah, feel it all the time. Sometimes I'm starting to realize, though, most people are like, hey, I need to pivot. I need to make changes. Maybe what you're doing is the right thing. Maybe what you are doing in that moment is the best thing that you should be doing, and it's going to bring you the most prosperity and the most success and the most fulfillment. Jimmy Norder, what's up, dude? How are you, buddy? Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. But, yeah, where are we going with this? Oh, yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. God damn it, stop putting other genres that are not <laughs> rock and roll in the Hall of Fame. All right, we're going to get off the podcast. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher every day around 9.45 a.m. Central Time. We go live on Instagram. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.